Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, this is Jen and Julian and you're listening to Exit Peel episode 38. Uh, hey, yeah. You. <laughs> hey Julian, today's a very important day. Tell me. In my world. Because exactly one year ago today, I peed on a stick and it told me that I am with child. Wow. So March 15th is when you discovered you were pregnant. Yeah. My whole world changed. Wow. One day. And that's when, that's after you went, you went after that to Cabo, right? Yeah. Five days later, I went to Cabo. Wow. Well, I'll never forget that. Never ever in my life will I forget that. That's a great thing that you're telling me this because um, I do have a question. So now you have a baby and you are, you know, in a long-term relationship. You're living with your man. Yes. And sometimes, like, I don't know if you've ever had these questions, but would you st- still stay with him if he suddenly became disabled now that he's your, your baby daddy? That's a really good question. These are actual I mean, like, questions. Like it's things to think about. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, because, because I, I, I'm in love with him for more than what he's physically capable of and what he looks like. And yeah, you're in love with the person. That would mean that you would have to take on an entirely new set of responsibilities. Well, depending yeah. on the severity of the disability. Yeah, because uh, so that is that's ter- I'm not going to lie. That's like that's terrifying to even think about, um, you know, and I, I my God, I hope it never I hope I never have to. Um, well, you guys are not married, right? So you don't have that whole for better or worse statement. So you could we're just, not married. You could just dip. we are. But we are obligated. I mean, it's, <laughs> there is there is a sense of, you know, duty there because we do have our little one. Um. But yeah, I mean, listen, every time I look at Ethan, I think of Jared and, and he gave me the the best gift that I could have ever gotten in my whole yeah. life. So I love him. If 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 I don't love him for any other reason, I love him for that. Um, but I love him for a million other reasons. So so yes, I would have to say. And that's a very good question. And it's one that we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Um, we have been wanting to bring on a couple like this for a very long time. Um, because I think it, it's a true testament to the the definition and the power of love. Um, and and who better than Stephen and Elizabeth Wampler? And yeah. and you can kind of tell yeah tell for our audience who they are. For those of you who don't know, they became popular uh, on social media, especially TikTok, uh, because uh, Stephen has uh, CP cerebral palsy, and then. Um, you know, they have a, a, a normal family. They have two kids, if I remember correctly, and they've been married for like 28 years. And and I think they 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 use their platform to talk about it, to talk about CP, to talk about what it's like to be with someone that has a disability or and 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 how life works for them. So I think they're very you know informative 
about it. And it seems like it's people are responding to it on social media. They're, you know, I think they're like six, 700,000 followers keep growing and it's, um, and it's great. So I'm so glad we have them on because we're going to be able to ask a few questions and, and get to know them a little bit more. I know I have some like questions, you know, um, it's like, yeah, those random questions that I think we were sometimes scared to ask. So, but I mean, um, that's that's the whole point of this podcast is to ask those those kinds of cringy, you know, uncomfortable questions. And and when you say, and we should, you know, also say like when we talk about normal, like a normal family, yeah, like you know, I don't think any. First of all, I don't think any family is normal. Um, I don't even know what normal is anymore. But I do think what they're trying to do on TikTok and and Instagram and social is to normalize. Uh, what it means to have a disability and, yeah, and to just kind of clear up any misconceptions we might have or like, you know, any any kinds of uh, questions that we might want to ask, but we're afraid to because we don't want to offend the person. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you you want to bring them on? Let's bring them yeah, on. Let's bring them on and ask all the questions. All right. So we have Steve and Elizabeth Wampler. Uh, so, I mean, I was looking on your Instagram. I was reading about your story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it's it's lovely. Uh, if you, you could, if you don't mind telling us how you first met, oh, you want to take that one? Um, we met in the most weird place ever. We met in my car. We met in his car. In your car? Yeah. Okay, I need more details on that. Right. Please. So, um, Stephen has cerebral palsy and mm-hmm. what happened was that he was stuck in his mom's birth canal and lost oxygen and um because he lost oxygen um his balance and coordination is off so that's kind of in his case that's what cerebral palsy is so he cannot drive so right. he's an environmental engineer by profession and had a driver that took him to and from work every day and that driver was my roommate right and so me, right <laughs> So we were in the kitchen talking, she and I, and she said, why don't you come with me and pick my friend up? And that's how we met. So, And that is Courtney, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's Courtney. That's it. Look at you. I know. Yeah. I did my read. (laughs) So so Elizabeth, at first, well, I I guess I'll just ask each of you, what was your your first impression of each Mm. other? I I love that question. I would. I didn't take. I wasn't really paying any attention to her at all. Right. Yeah, I was because just I, a chick in his car. I was in a conversation with Courtney at the time. Yeah, he was just, yeah, he didn't pay any attention. He was just talking about, he'd been on a date the night before, and he was talking about the date, and I was just along for the ride in his mind, so he wasn't thinking anything of it. I, in the meantime, was mortified because I was, I was surprised by my own shock over the level of his disability, if I'm, if I'm yeah. being really honest. And what I mean by that is I heard of this guy in our town in Coronado, California, that everyone loved, and he was in a chair, and um, he was just this beloved guy. And um, when, I, when I actually met him and when I saw the level of his disability, I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't, I, um, I was very awkward. I, I just kind of stayed very quiet because yeah, very awkward. I was very awkward. Yeah. I never know anybody. Steven, do you feel like 
uh, people that meet you for the first time are naturally kind of awkward just because I feel like there's probably this, this idea of a new person that you meet might not want to say anything to hurt your feeling. It just, it's just like, Oh my God, I, I better, like I can't make, you know, some, but I would say overall, not really. I would say but most people are Um, all right, I get it on a daily basis. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that there's a range? Yeah. Some people are like, hey, dude, how's it going? Yeah. And other people are beyond awkward. Yeah. Who is the worst ever? You. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. Look at you now. Okay. I win. I win. Yeah. Well, me, I, I belong in a bunch of um, clubs in town, and no one's awkward. Um, Okay, that's awesome. Which, which I find to be really surprising, mm-hmm. right? You, people are, people are better than I would think because I was so bad—not bad, but you know, what I, mean? I was so awkward that I thought, I thought everybody kind of was, but it's better than I would have anticipated. But right, I've been here for thirty years, so everybody knows yeah. who I am. Yeah, and and um, so you you um grew up with uh cp correct um is it um so i don't know a lot about it so what could you tell us a little bit about about, um you know this disability and also if you uh can people develop it later oh good one how how does it improve over time does it get better does it get worse is there ways around it just let's do a little let's do a little like medical section for people who are listening so good no because it's like you know, like, don't, like in my experience, the only like um, serial palsy that I've witnessed was on Game of Thrones. Uh, not on Game of Thrones, sorry, on Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, it was RJ R- R- Might, right? right. And, and him seems f- uh, fairly, I want to say, minimal. Yep. Right. So, CP can range from a scale from one to ten. One, you can't tell. Ten. They're in bed and they can't talk and they need hour It's kind of like a snowflake. It's kind of like a fingerprint. Almost no two are alike. Right. right? I'm like a five. Maybe okay. a seven. Okay. But yeah. um, it's caused during birth um, and right after birth or, or right before birth um, from the lack of oxygen to the brain. Yeah. It's almost like a near drowning sort of you lose oxygen that affects your brain. So it can affect different parts of your brain, depending on how long you're stuck without oxygen. So it always come from trauma or can it be genetic? No, no, it's never genetic. Yeah. Or very, very rarely genetic. Good question. Yeah. Too long with either the wrap around your head. Neck mm-hmm. or um, stuck in the canal or right after. Yeah, and it it never gets worse. Yeah, it okay. it doesn't it doesn't get worse. I remember one question that I had early on was, would he die early? Mm. Right, what's the life expectancy? Yeah, that's right? a that's a legitimate yeah. question. Fine. Yeah. Sure. Well, his case is totally fine. Once in a while. Um, the cerebral palsy will be very, very rough on a person's body, which can lead to other problems, which can lead to an earlier death. Right. Okay. But it's, yeah. 
yeah. But but the cerebral palsy itself doesn't limit um, doesn't live limit the life expectancy typically. Normal. But if Normally. there's a fall or something like that, then pos- it just makes it for maybe a possibly yeah. more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Or you hear about people in chairs, CP, not CP, whatever, who get bed sores, uh-huh. and then the and then the sores get infected no. and get into their bloodstream sometimes. Not that, that doesn't, yeah, it, yeah it's, 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 he has I, feeling. I'm feeling all of my body. So I That's know a- when to move and when not. Yeah. 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 Okay. I made that up. Forget the bed sort thing. I was yeah. lying. Does the, the motor skills get, are, are the same throughout your whole life then? Um, yes. I am not. Well, I would say they got better um, as I age because I worked out a lot, but mm-hmm. um, they can only get to a certain point. Yeah. And, and your parents really developed it as much as they could. They could. They worked really hard with therapists when he was a little kid to see what he was going to be able to do. Yeah. But it, it didn't really do much for him, no. right? So, yeah. so, Steve, how did you help Elizabeth overcome that mm-hmm. awkwardness? That she felt. Um, I just left her alone, basically, and uh, yeah. we were throwing two uh, different parties together. Yeah, and that's how she got to know who I was. Yeah, away. I so spent I was, a lot of time. We just kept being thrown together socially. Like three, mm-hmm. three parties, rapid fire. We were both new to our town both in our twenties with a lot of single people and we just kept being thrown together and I could watch him from the periphery. And I realized that I was the only one that was treating him um, differently. Yeah. Everyone was so comfortable with him and I just didn't get that at all. And so he, yeah, he was just living life. And <laughs> I, Did you have, um, I, I know in your in in the article that I read, uh, you said that the first time you saw him, uh, there's three thoughts. You said he's so handsome. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one I forgot, but then there's one that I feel like probably the most people would feel is like you kind of felt bad, oh. like wondering if 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 he was in pain and you felt bad. Oh. For- it was horrible. The second one was he was wearing a beautiful suit. Uh, yes, he was wearing a beautiful, beautiful suit. Ralph Lauren <laughs> suit. And I was kind of he his hair looked great. He was his face was beautiful and his suit was just you're still here. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? He's still here. And so I was having these rapid fire thoughts. He's really handsome. He's dressed so beautifully. And then Oh God, don't let me cry in front of him. Like mm. that's where I went. I'm like, oh, yeah. because I made a ton of instantaneous assumptions. I that were wrong. But but I thought he's having a lonely life. He doesn't have a friend in the world. People are mean to him. Um, he's sick, he's in pain, he's gonna die early. Because I knew nothing. Yeah. I knew nothing about cerebral palsy. And I just thought. I, I I was really trying hard not to cry because he broke my heart just because I knew nothing. And yeah. um and then so I I I just wanted to get out of that car. I I didn't know what to do and I just felt sorry for him. <sighs> and um my friend who was driving the car just treated him so normally. I didn't understand any of that. And then it was those parties we kept being thrown into. I would just it was just so 
rapid fire and everybody, everybody was fine. So what I did is I started just watching and trying to learn. And then eventually I kind of just platonically, because it never occurred to me that it would, I would spend my life with him or have two kids with him. But so as time went on, I would just kind of lean in and just sort of sit next to him just to try to educate myself. And then I learned, and I will, I think the most embarrassing thing I can tell you about this time period is that I, I will literally admit that I thought, I thought he was an idiot savant Mm. because, oh, it embarrasses me, but it's true because he, I knew he had a college education. I knew he was an environmental engineer. I knew he'd gone to a good school, a good college, but but he had this profound disability, this big speech impediment, which he calls his, which he calls his accent. And I, and I couldn't, um, I couldn't reconcile that. So I thought I'd heard the phrase idiot savant and I thought, well, maybe that's what he is. Like people who can play the piano amazingly, but <laughs> you're not that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're um, up on something which is uh, ignorance and people not knowing, you know, yeah. is usually the source of being uh, either uh, not nice or of being scared or of just not really knowing how to approach a certain situation it's because I think in every type of, especially when it comes to medical, like if people don't know about it, they just, it's like this weird, like uh, stress, right? It's like, oh my God. Sometimes you hear what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's an elephant in the room. Yeah. Yep. It's an elephant in the room. And I didn't want to, <laughs> looking back, I didn't want to ask him. I would never have, I wasn't, I was raised to be polite and you don't stare and you don't, ask questions. Cause what if I asked him something and it made him sad? I wasn't going to risk that. What if I, what if I said something and I hurt his feelings? <laughs> but that comes from a place to me of inherent compassion. It was, it was, it was I, I didn't want to make what I thought was a bad life worse for him. It is compassion. Yeah. And that's really all you can't give that advice. Yeah. yeah. He taught me everything. He taught me everything. And but clearly, clearly um, there's something that, that you were drawn to. And I don't know mm-hmm. if, it, if, if it was just a, a curiosity about what his life is like, um, or if you just, or if you were attracted to his personality and his looks, you know, if, if there was an attraction or, or more or less a curiosity for you because you were watching him, you said, and observing. <laughs> it was not, it was not ever a curiosity. It was mm-hmm. me falling for him to my core in spite of everything. He's, he's, we were, we have the same values, upbringing, irreverence, humor. And I'm back in the day, I would think, holy, what? He's funny. Like he's legitimately like not token guy in the wheelchair, funny. The guy's funny, mm-hmm. funny. And like in the way that humor can, or wisdom, intelligence can manifest in humor. That's this guy. And I didn't expect that. So I was just, I was never like, huh, I'm gonna, I wonder what this would be like. Oh, no, 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 no. Instead it was, um, holy cow, I'm falling for this guy. And how in the world do you 
how how could I ever have a relationship with a guy like this? There's no way. So how do you? How did you? That's it. How did you make the switch right from from being like, okay, this is platonic. Now mm -hmm. I actually have feelings. For, I want more with this person, but you have okay. never been in this situation, right? You've never been with somebody that has CP. Oh, so God, no. I've never you, known anybody with a disability. So then how do here's, you- make, Here's what happened. Go ahead. Okay. I, I tried on the phone and she got freaked out because she couldn't understand me. Yeah. On the phone. Right. And we had her first date and it went- We, we had become- Really wrong. In, just- inseparable friends and it was completely platonic to me for me i wouldn't say we're inseparable we, we spent a lot of time together okay <laughs> in my memory it's a long time ago but um but he so he i had talked to him a ton i had seen him a ton and then i could now understand his speech impediment but accent. your accent, but then he called me on the phone and that was its own animal. I'm like, holy cow. I cannot oh, understand no. a word you're saying. I have no idea. I have no clue what you're saying. And he was asking me out and I thought that was platonic. What? Yeah, no, I did. No. I did. But I got there and something wasn't, it, it was no longer platonic. And then when it wasn't, uh, it was all full bore, but I will tell you that as I was getting into a relationship with him, it was not even for me in my head at all. It was up and down and crazy and not consistent. I would freak out yeah. and then get better and move a little bit ahead and then wonder how the hell that was ever going to. Yeah, I, this is all to myself. This was all in my own head, in with friends, with, um, yeah, with people that I could talk to. But, but what happened? What really, what really sent me over the edge was this. What made me feel comfortable was on two levels. One was that as I was navigating a relationship, right, and I was one step forward, two steps back. I asked him if he could be out of the chair, if he could snap his fingers and be out of the chair and walk, would he? And he said, no, mm. that surprised me to the wow. core. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I thought, no kidding. I do not on any level need to feel sorry for himself because he is truly like in his, in his bones, he's not sad. And I didn't know that until I asked him that question. That was one thing. Then the other thing was that my parents had a spectacular marriage for until my dad died. And from the time I was a little kid, the way my dad looked at my mom did something to my mother's face. Mm. It make, made her look for her whole lifetime like she was a woman loved. And that's a weird thing to say. But I had a little conversation with myself and I realized that Stephen would always prioritize me. He would always prioritize any children that we had. He would always prioritize our life together. And um, I would always be well loved. And it that was in conjunction with everything that I was feeling for him anyway. It was so powerful and it still is. And so I just said to myself in this private little conversation in my head, I'm doing it. I don't know how the hell it's gonna 
work or what it's going to look yeah. like, I have to be with him. Yeah. It was that. So it was that. Gosh, that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing to say. Steve, so when you told Elizabeth that you, if you could be out of the chair and walking, you wouldn't. Right. Uh, tell me more. Um, I would say that it's, I would, I probably wouldn't like the person that I would become if I was able to walk, walk around. And I'm, I'm Basically, who I am, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Yeah, and that's why I, I wouldn't change. Yeah, anything. is it? Are you saying that you just you happen to yeah, totally I'm like happy, who you are? I'm happy who I am. You're happy with the person mm -hmm. that you've become. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And did you? So this is for for Stephen too. Um, did you feel like, was it, did you have a tougher time throughout like um, high school or, or college? Because I guess that you're, you know, when everybody starts to date, did you feel like this situation was different to you? Um, yeah, that, that was um, difficult. Yeah. yeah. Um, dealing, with, dealing with immature women was not um, easy. But um, I didn't really know if I would get married at all. But um, I knew it was going to take someone very special to, un to understand who I am. Yeah. And I just got lucky. Oh, thanks, honey. Had wow. anybody understood you like Elizabeth does? Oh, no. No. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. no. So in a way, when you met Elizabeth, you kind of knew. Yeah. Yeah. Who made the first move? He did. He invited her out. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. but I mean, for, I mean, like the first <laughs> first kiss, him. It was it was mutual. Yeah. Right on Courtney's step. Yeah. <laughs> in the bar. Oh, that's right. Whoops. <laughs> that's right. Um, Elizabeth, Hi. I know in, in one of your interviews too, you mentioned that something you were a little bit worrying about was the, uh, the, the look of other people. Mm -hmm. um, what, what was the worry there? I, I, I don't think that I ever um, anticipated a life that um, would be too noticeable. I just never planned for that or, or, um, thought, thought much about a life that would have attention on me. Not that I was adverse to it. I just, you know, most people go along and have a pretty typical life. And I just thought I would fall into that path. And our life is not, not typical. No, nope, our life is not at all typical, not at all. but not in ways that you would think. Right. It's like people, and I, I think it's worth mentioning that I completely understand why I'm about to say what I am about people's reaction. Yeah, I would say a great majority of people think that I was his nurse and that we fell in love or that mm -hmm. I'm his caregiver today. Guess what? That makes perfect sense. 
But it makes perfect sense that I would be, I would have a caregiver role. It just so happens that in our life, that's not the case. Like, because aren't you curious about how does he go to the bathroom? How does he take a shower? How does he get dressed? How, you know, it's completely human nature that anybody would wonder. And guess what? Get what about the biggie? What about sex? Well, mm -hmm. right? What about it? He's pretty typical. Yeah. You guys have two kids. Yeah, we have two kids and um, and they came to the world in the usual way. They just did. And so um, so I'm not his caregiver, but we have complete compassion for people who think that. How could they not? Yeah. Right. And so we're kind of the opposite of people who want to pound our fist about our rights or dis disabled anything we're not we could care less right and you speak for yourself i don't care about special language about around disability and the reason i'm i'm pretty it, it's important to me to just come as you are and say what you will because if you're doing that that means you're brave enough to approach you're brave right. enough to yeah. to have a conversation and good god that's nice how nice yeah. of you to and so we would never ever in a million years flick you on the head for oh. some language of the day. Oh, <laughs> we hate everything about that. If we're honest. Curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah approach with curiosity, not judgment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and honestly, when I think about it's like, whenever I see, if, if I were to see you two, for example, in the street, not knowing who you are, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily think that you were her, uh, his caregiver, but the only thought that would really pop into my head is you are a nice person because you, you looked past what a lot of people I think couldn't mm -hmm. and you yeah. let yourself fall in love with a person Thank that you. what I think a lot of people would like be scared of. Right. Oh, so, oh, totally. Whenever I see somebody totally. with a disability or whenever I see a woman with somebody in a wheelchair, the only thing yeah. I think I think of is like, these two are probably the most amazing human being. Oh, thank Obviously, you. I have a ton of yeah. questions, but yeah. I would never, yeah. um, you know, I think, I think that's probably what people would like, if they see you, that's probably the first thought I would. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And in, in my case, I, that's so nice of you to say in my case, I couldn't help it. Yeah. I, I I resisted. I questioned. I wondered what my life was going to look like because it was so, I mean, I know we all, right? No gay couples. We all know mixed racial couples, yeah. but ours is its own animal. I, yeah. I It's been 20, we've been together 28 years, married 26. I Do we know anybody? Yeah. A couple. Yeah. Not even personally. In, well, in chairs, CP with the speech yeah. impediment. Who do we know with CP? No, no, no <laughs> we don't. Right? She's not married. Right. Right. So, um, and then, it, and then my, I would say my biggest fear was I wanted nothing more than to be a mother ever yeah. in my whole life. And what kind of life, what was that going to look like? You know, I was protective of my children before I knew my children. And so what was that going to look like? And that was my, that was my biggie. Did and you have a discussion about, you know, whether it was a good idea to have kids? A million, a million, yeah. a million discussions. And what I did is I, I we took, did? we I did. <sighs> we were just getting I to know one another. I <laughs> oh, Stephen J. Shut up. 
really? Oh, shut up. Yes, we had well, a billion. About what? Children, raising children. So, but I will take it. Here's how you'll remember. You know what happened? Is Stephen saved me. Meaning, he gave me, he gave me all the comfort that I needed. He was very honest. Remember, honest when I, I would say, how are you going to feed the kids? How are you going to, and he did that. He would say, I don't know, but I gotcha. Mm. Yeah. He's here's the thing about here's the thing that here's one thing that I've learned. Steven for me is very it's hard to imagine, but he is very, very, very much a masculine force for me. He's not he's not a wimpy anything. He is not a um useless, incapable. Useless yeah. is a horrible word. He's not any of that to me. He is a he is a strong male. And I didn't know that, but he a hundred percent. That that sounds like somebody who'd be a good role model for kids. A hundred percent. Yeah. He's 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 a spectacular father in all the ways a good dad needs to be a good dad. Strict, loving, tough. He, I was way stricter. <laughs> yeah, that's just how that came out. But but um, our kids would explain that they don't know what the big deal is with their dad. In fact, they've never known. How could they really? It's their only perspective. But um, what I thought I might need to compensate for, right? Mm, yeah. Not even, not even once. In fact, um, he he was the one. I think this is not so. He was the one who, when our kids were on the on the jungle gym, right? I would be running to get them before they fall, and he would say, "Uh uh, uh uh, let them fall." Right? How did it, how did he know that? When our babies would cry, he had this nutso instinct, and he would say, "Flip her this way," or do whatever. And he was never wrong. It kind of annoyed me. <laughs> he was so perfect at it. You might, you might need to give us tricks to Jen. <laughs> I just had a baby four months ago. Oh so. baby, you hand that baby over. <laughs> yeah. Steven, oh, and I, I wanted to ask you this because of what happened to you, you know, in, in utero or you got stuck in the birth canal. I would have to imagine that's its own trauma. I mean, when seeing your kids, being born, uh, was there that worry? Um, no, because I knew it was not genetic, and um, yeah, be fun. it's not hereditary but, at all, right? You know, right, the same thing happen that. happening to them, you know, like no, no, no. around, right? No, around, I, yeah, you always had that go through mine. But, we um, had that parent worry, but we didn't. Ha yeah. We didn't have like. I wonder yeah. if he's gonna. Their baby's gonna have CP. I will tell you though that his own parents, especially his father, um, we had his first, their first and second grandchild. My father-in-law was wrecked while I was in labor. Yeah. He was almost. It took him right back to the trauma okay, of that's... his first child's birth. It was yeah. rough. Yeah rough he might have been drinking some alcohol that day yeah. quite a bit <laughs> don't blame him on that, on that one. Yeah. yeah he was traumatized yeah. until the baby was safe yeah. yeah 
But and Elizabeth, I mean, you it seems like you you've had to take on the more physical roles too in, in raising the children. Uh, no. Or or is, would, am again, I again, you, right? Again, you would totally think I would have assumed yeah. before I had the babies, right? That I would have. So when they were tiny, right, newborns and little lumpy things, right, before yeah. they could do anything. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent me. Um but I nursed anyway. Um, and Stephen, the thing that the thing that was incredible about that time, we were going through it together, had never been parents before, you know, they they were our only two kids. Um, I knew no different, and I wanted physically to hold them all the time anyway. But Stephen didn't leave my side. Mm-hmm. He was staggering in his level of emotional support. Mm. You know, when I, like, I remember when we gave her her first bath and I was this hormone. <laughs> yeah. I was this hormonal wreck. Her first like, little. What the hell is the deal? <laughs> right. It's just water. I'm like, I made her cry. Like really yeah. Yeah. So he was this voice yeah. of reason all the time. Yeah. yeah. He was a voice of reason. And I needed that because I was freaking off the charts. I was off yeah. the charts, overly that. protective and hormonal. uh, hormonal. And he saved me. Oh. Right. You get you <laughs> like, wow. yeah. little muffins yeah. only four months old. Yeah. Oof, those first two weeks are brutal. Um, yeah. And have another one 18, uh, 15, 15 months later. Yeah. Get him going. <laughs> Keep the yeah. train rolling. <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. So um, yeah, you, he um, was he, he was strength. Could you give us uh, like um somewhat of an everyday today example? Yeah, day in the life. That, like like a day in the life, like something that, for example, no couple would think of that you have to do because of CP, right? Or like oh, good one. That's something like it could be as simple as uh, setting up the table, or I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, I do all the cooking. I, he, so I'll tell you what he can do. He can make the bed. He can take out the trash. He can mop. He can sweep. Doesn't mean he does. (laughs) (laughs) He can. Honestly, yeah. Sorry, I can't. He could. He doesn't want to. But he can. He, um, he can. I I do all the banking. He does all the banking. I do all the grocery shopping. I do, I do most of that. Yeah. He cannot, he, he gets himself dressed, but he can't do a button. Oh, so if he's okay. in a button down. Oh, I think um, the, um, the earphone drops. Oh. oh, okay. Um, he cannot tie his own shoe. Um, I feed him unless he can eat a sandwich, but he can't use a fork. Okay. Got it. So you would be surprised how little he goes to the bathroom himself. He, um showers himself yeah it's not yeah in and out of the bed himself yeah but don't you think that's surprising yeah absolutely you just wonder you're right you're left to one i was was, um i did i I didn't know like what you know because i didn't want to like ask two personal questions but i was wondering like if you go to if you could go to a bathroom or shower on your own because i feel like if if you weren't able to do that now, Elizabeth, you are in somewhat taking more of a caregiver, um, you know, job. Right, 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 right. And the fact that you're that's able to do it is just yeah. great. 
Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, yeah, there, I can, I can tell you, and he knows this, that had he needed help in the bathroom, it would have been. Oh yeah, uh, been your, your it would have been. It would have been a non-starter. Okay, mm. I. Yeah. I just there's. Well, you can still do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you can wipe your own ass. All right. You'll just you're just figure hire it someone. out. You'll just hire someone. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. Yeah. You can just hire someone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm so grateful that you asked. I'm not good when you're able. Oh, shut up. <laughs> 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 right, like, and I feel like I feel like that's part of why we do this podcast is to kind right. of ask those uncomfortable questions. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And we've yeah. had we've had um, couples on from the LGBTQ community. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it, it's similar questions. I mean, just like help us understand, as opposed yeah. to be afraid to ask those questions and just presume right. things that yeah, aren't just- even true half the time. People are yeah. scared. They're scared to ask questions, especially I think in today's age where, you know, you're so easily canceled because you're just like making it seems like you're either coming at someone, but sometimes you right. just have a general question. And, yeah. and if you don't, um, I know, for example, I mean, it's a, it's a different, it's a different approach, but my two, two of my best friends are black. And at first I had to ask some really dumb question as a white Frenchman. Yeah. I was like, and I, I had to preface it. I was like, look, this is not racist. This is not, I just don't understand it. Can you please explain yeah, to me right. what's the myth between that? Why do you guys do that? Like the simple fact that, for example, I still remember learning that black people had to put SPF. I was like, are you serious? Why? Are you going to get darker? Oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, we get darker. And I was like, there's <laughs> no way. There's no way you get darker. He's like, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Um, we don't know. Yeah, white right. towels. Yeah. I didn't know white towels because sometimes the skin um, rubs off and it leaves a little bit of color on the white towels. I didn't know all this stuff. I didn't. I don't know yeah, that either. either. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. Know all Holy this cow! Is that right? Yeah, it's skin. Yeah, you're right. It's it would skin. right. It and, would be uh, Oh, never. And thought it was of that. just like and 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 it's true that um, it, when you can have, I think, an open conversation with no judgment, but it has to be motivated by knowledge. Yeah. Right. It has to be, it has to have good intentions in behind, which is understanding and not trying to judge. Yeah. I think it's incredibly, incredibly important for the people in the disabled community to not ever have a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. Because if you do, if someone comes at you and they're brave enough to ask about your disability and you, you're met with rejection over your honest question I would be out. I was, it yeah. was hard. It would be, it would have been yeah. hard enough for me to approach in the beginning. So I think that people with disabilities have to take, for lack of a better phrase, ownership over their own, their own disability. disability. Yeah. And I, I don't even like the way that phrase I, came I, out, but they can't afford a chip on their shoulder. We're I trying to close a social wedge. Yeah. So yeah. Do you feel like maybe um, people that were born like that, are less likely to have a chip on their yeah. shoulder compared to no. somebody who spent 25, 30 yeah. years and then eventually become disabled to an accident or something. And they 100%. might actually- Or like MS, you know what I mean? Because yeah, you can do like all the MS right. later on. Right. Well, That's right. Um, those people, they never quite get, get over it. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It's, it's such a mourning process with all the steps. 
It's it's a different animal. It's, like it's a different animal. And some people get to number nine, don't yeah. Four. Yeah. It's it's definitely um it's definitely its own its own animal. When it's a when it like you said, like MS or an accident with a spinal cord injury, um as a result, it's just different. It's a yeah. new, yeah. brand new path, I, I and it must suck. I don't think I ever went through any. No, you didn't go through anything, did no. you? I mean, in all the stories that you've told me, I've never. No. His parents were also geniuses. They were geniuses, no. and they're still both alive. They were tough. They, they were, were tough hard. and loving, and yeah. and their attitude. They were like these tough East Coasters who were like, you know what, kid, your brain works. Mm. Go figure it out. Right. You're so, fine. So they yeah. weren't, they were not easy on you. Oh. They almost Ooh. like, oh my do, do you think that they ever felt bad for you? Uh, yeah, I would say in the beginning, but after having four more kids, they didn't really have time to think about it. They're like, <laughs> you're one of five, you're over it. Yeah, he's the oldest of five. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They had, yeah. So they were just, they, I just asked my father-in-law just the other day, if, um, if, if in his mind, in his memory, if, if they, if he thought that they went easy on him and he's like, no, Mm -hmm. if he was acting up, he was going to hear about it from me. And I didn't see it. And I remember when I I was. (laughs) For your mouth. Uh, And I remember, I remember when I was adjusting to Steven and learning about him, I, I was talking to his dad and I said, but what about, you know, what about when he's trying to do something and it takes him a really long time? He's like, so what if wow. let him, let him take the time. Yeah. yeah, Let him do it. Like, yeah. 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 That's and, and that, that's that was another big light bulb for me. That is also a big reason you guys connected in the first place, right? Is is yeah. like spiritually, oh, yes. it seems like a spiritual connection yeah. between the two of you. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Steve, you don't seem it, like yeah. you feel sorry for yourself one bit. And, no, and no, no. oh, God. No. You know, yeah. Oh. It's not in him. He's not, right. he is, he is not. I, it's so, I wish you guys could be inside my head right now so I could explain how strongly I feel that he is just a very capable, capable, masculine presence nothing about him nothing here it is i guess nothing about him feels disabled to me Mm -hmm. i promise you i promise you and and that that is a surprise to me is that also so let's talk uh quickly about your you know your platform because you became very popular on on tiktok what was the idea behind it and is that kind of like the mission of your tiktok to kind of like promote it and maybe yeah. debunk any myth and maybe yep. someone have these conversations the same that we have try to like educate people about it yep. without being too pushy or yeah. just like feeling them yeah. like it's a safe space the platform is number one compassion and if you do not have a disability and you're a member of the general public and you're trying to lean in please be gentle with yourself mm-hmm please be gentle with yourself. And if you have a disability, lighten up, yeah. lighten up Francis. Right. Yeah. And let's have a little lightheartedness. Let's have a little oh, less humor. sensitivity, humor, Why, humor? Mm-hmm. because people with disabilities 
throughout the history of time and into the future, forever and ever, there will be people with disabilities. And they have, they bring a gift to the planet that mm. is a compassion and a love and a joy that changes people. Yeah. And so we, we have to get to know this big billion person population of people who in defense of all of us, all of us, they were living at home with their moms or their, and or their dads and their family homes or in an institution until about two generations ago. Yeah. So if we think about it or even one generation in some yeah. cases, right? Yeah. So we're all new to this. So we get to go easy on ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we so can platform is a great place for somebody who doesn't have an accent to actually learn about the accent. Right. Exactly. And it's also great yeah. for someone who has an accent to see that a normal life is also possible. It yeah. gives hope to see that you guys are happily married. You have a yeah. normal family and, and, and life goes on. So I think this platform yeah. is, is great for both. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and we're having fun with it. And, and we have had literally of, of the millions, millions of comments and millions of, of nice things people have said, we have had literally one negative one. Two yeah. now? Two. Okay. Two. Literally two. Yeah, it's crazy how TikTok is uh, surprisingly way more positive than Instagram. Uh, TikTok yeah. has this huge, like, because I think it's like people, it's raw content and just people resonate with raw content. Whereas Instagram, yeah. everything is all like, you know, perfect. Oh, so it's yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But TikTok yeah. is a lot of stuff, man. Uh, a lot of videos I come, I, I come across that are either sad or any type of videos. The amount of compassion I see is always like, yeah, it's a really beautiful. Time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, we're just having fun with it. And we're really, we really want people to just lighten up. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. with disabilities are here to stay. And not all of disability is sad. Nope. Not all of it. There's a lot no. of joy. And it's, it's sad in the beginning. I think if you have a child with a disability, let's face it, it's a, it's a hard thing for any parent. But as parents adjust, that child is their great joy with their other children. And it, it gets good. Even yeah. though it's hard, it gets good. And these parents celebrate their, their babies. Yeah. And they should. And that's what we want to bring forward. Not the pounding on the fist, not, not marching on Washington. We hate all of that for us. Yeah. And um, we've been, we've benefited from a lot of the advancements in America because people are willing to, to fight the cause. But if we're going to have any part in this movement of disability, we want to bring forth the joy and the optimism and leave the rest behind. Yeah. That's yeah. our gig. Yeah. And where, where um, can people find you on TikTok and Instagram? At, at the Wampler way. The Wampler way. Wampler way. Wampler way. Or Camp Womp is our website or Wampler, Wampler Foundation. Foundation. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll make sure our social uh, tags you and, and, and oh, everything. thank you. Thank um, you. Did, yeah. Did I hear, Steve, that you were the first person with cerebral palsy to climb El Capitan? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Wait, okay. I need to know more about that, please. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It's it still traumatizing. It was, a, <sighs> it was 11 years ago. He did 20, he has the use of one limb. Yeah. So his, everything on his body works, but he doesn't have 
coordination in his legs and in his left arm. But with his left hand, he can grasp and he can pull. And that's literally all he can do with his left hand. You can point, I guess, maybe sometimes. But with that, he was able to design a chair and do 20,000 pull-ups over six days of climbing, 10 hours a day to summit what is twice the height of the Empire State Building. That is, that is awesome. That's like, that's yeah. too much for my brain to comprehend. Right? Like how, how somebody can, can do that. 20,000 yeah. pull-ups. I, I 20,000 pull-ups. In a row. I'll do eight 20, in a row. Yeah. And the pull-ups so. yielded, depending on how tired he was, they yielded one to six inches per pull-up. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pain on the wind and the grit. Rock and the legs. Yeah, yeah, he's legendary. I, yeah, it was, uh, it was something to behold. It was something to behold. Yeah, we have a movie on Amazon Prime about his climb and about our life, and and uh, it's pretty sweet. It's out. It's it's out. Yeah, Mm. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. (laughs) That's. Yeah, it, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Wampler's Ascent. During COVID. Yeah, it came out during COVID. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, Wait a well, second. Well. I saw this. Now that I'm thinking about it, like you I was, did? yes, yes. It's yeah. like connecting for me now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, the um, trailer for it, and I was like, that's that's unbelievable. It's just one yeah. of those things where you like scroll past, you're like, I can't believe that's, right. and I can't believe I'm talking to this person right now. That's unbelievable. <laughs> you guys have. I mean, Steve, you're an inspiration. Elizabeth, you are an inspiration. Both of you Thank together, you. your love Thank story you. is incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on. We were thrilled. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very Thank much you for having us. Me. We appreciate it. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank Thanks, guys. Take care. You yes, too. Okay. You too. Bye. I am so impressed by both of them. I know, me too. I can't even tell you. It, it I, I just have, I, yeah, I get the biggest smile on my face just thinking about, like, because that is, that is something that I think a lot of people would not take lightly. Yeah. I mean, he, he has had CP since the day he was born. So mm-hmm. he was in a wheelchair whenever she met him. And the, the thought of, and, and especially not knowing, um, what that would entail for you, your future, your kids, if you have them, if you can't have kids. There's so many questions that I think anybody would would have going into a relationship like that. Yeah, and sure. to, to power past that and to fall in love with the person um, is, I think that is love in its purest form. No, for sure. I, uh, I, I, I kind of got a little like emotional when we was talking about his high school. Yeah. And how it being difficult. I was like, fuck. Like, I, uh, you know, yeah. and then I was like, I can't feel bad, but I, I felt of made me sad. Bad. Of course, it made, it made of me course a little sad. That, um, it's okay to feel bad because, you know, I think I'm it's wondering, like, if you would get married and all that stuff to me, it was just like, oh, I can't even imagine. But I think that's a really good point that you brought up about people and their biases and, and going into it, seeing somebody who might have a disability uh, or who's different from you you uh, a million things come to your your brain I, I i think that everybody has a little prejudice in them yeah uh and i think we can't be afraid to have those conversations as long as we're coming from a place of i want to understand exactly you know sure. as, as opposed to judgment 
But also, I uh, there's one thing that stuck out to me was I don't remember when was the last time I saw a couple look at each other the way they do. Mm-hmm. I like through the screen, it oozes love. Yeah, I've I've uh, that's one thing that stuck out. Like they're so madly in love with each other, you could see it still yeah. twenty years later. Right. No, when's the? I don't think I've ever seen something like this. I don't I think, think I've got a lot. A lot of couples who don't have disabilities and and who don't have to battle the everyday challenges that they do haven't been together as long as they have. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's really it was awesome. She, she like she like fell in love with his soul. <laughs> it's yeah. She didn't, well, he's uh, looks too. I mean, he's 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 a good looking guy. He is a good looking dude, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, he is. I'm watching that. That's uh, oh, me too. Special on Amazon Prime yeah, now, and I did see it. I just for some reason like the um the name. Yeah, I was just scrolling past it. And I'm like, well, human. You know, it's almost like it was. It was released during COVID, and everybody is sitting around like feeling like shit and feeling sorry for themselves and feeling like shackled to their couches. And you're like, here's this guy. Oh, here's this guy in a wheelchair climbing El Capitan. Oh, yeah. good for you. You know what I mean. Like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to feel bad about myself. Next, yeah. but he is a lovely person. No, I, uh, for sure. Um, I encourage everyone to go check out their social. Um, yeah, and and uh, yeah, you know, keep keep supporting them. I think what they're doing is awesome. Like build, raising well, awareness, and, and that's it. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Yes. Bye. Huda Media Production.